Well, probably no book about so little has sold so many copies as Goodnight Moon, which is our book for the day. Nor have any other book spawned, I think, as many imitators. Goodnight Moon is a simple bedtime story for calming a child in preparation for a peaceful night's sleep. And in it, a little rabbit prepares to go to sleep by saying goodnight to all the things in the room. That's it. That's the whole story. No drama to set the mind racing. No scary things, unless you consider a bowl full of mush on the nightstand a scary thing. No plot even to think about. Just the soothing sound of words and the gradual darkening of the room until little rabbit and the little ones you're reading this to have fallen asleep. If you haven't read it, it begins this way. In the great green room, there was a telephone and a red balloon and a picture of the cow jumping over the moon. And there were three little bears sitting on chairs and two little kittens and a pair of mittens and a little toy house and a young mouse and a comb and a brush and a bowl full of mush and a quiet old lady who was whispering, hush. And then from, from then on is the long string of good nights. Good night room, good night moon, good night cow jumping over the moon. The good nights continue until it finally ends this way. Good night stars, good night air, good night noises everywhere. Like I said, this book has spawned a lot of imitators, all of which copy that soothing rhythm and form, but not necessarily the soothing content. There, there's one, uh, one book, Good Night Goon, which says good night to all the monsters. There's Good Night Mom, a parody just for moms. And there is Good Night iPad, a parody for today's children. And then my favorite, Good Night Loon, a Minnesota version. On the Great Lake Pontoon, there was a Duluth Pack and Hungry Raccoon and Crop Art of the Blue Ox Jumping Over the Loon. And there were three fat walleyes eating rhubarb pies, a little deer tick and snacks on a stick and a rod and fish in a tater tot dish and a tired old voyager who's whispering, shh. The parodies are fun, but they don't compare to the original when it comes to putting little kids to bed and giving them a peaceful night's sleep. And I wish it were that easy that it only took good night moon for us adults to get to sleep. You know, you don't have to raise your hands on this, but but who, who fell asleep easily last night and had a long, restful sleep? Now, who had trouble falling asleep? Who tossed and turned? Or if you did fall asleep easily, who woke up in the middle of the night with your mind racing, thinking about something in the past or something in the future, or maybe with pains in your body so you just couldn't sleep? 
Who was awakened by a sound in the night? Was that someone there? Did I remember to lock the door? Did I just hear the cat puking on the carpet again? (laughs) A peaceful night's rest can sometimes be hard to come by, especially for us adults. I mean, we long to be able to say like David in, in Psalm 3, I sleep and wake up refreshed because you, Lord, protect me. So, so what's the answer to a peaceful night's sleep? I suppose it depends on what we're having trouble with, what's causing our, our problem with sleeping. You know, sometimes we can't sleep because of something good, because of some fun or exciting thing coming up. Maybe you're going to go on a trip. Or maybe there's a big game. Or visit by a friend you haven't seen in ages. Maybe you're excited because you have a chance to go to worship at Resurrection Church in the morning. Um, Maybe that's not your reason for for having trouble sleeping, but a a guy can dream, can he? (laughs) But perhaps the most For kids, the most universal of all reasons for an exciting sleepless night is Christmas. Do you remember trying to get to sleep on Christmas Eve? Waiting for the big day when the presents would be opened, there'd be such a celebration. It's really hard to sleep when you're a little kid waiting for Christmas or maybe even for Halloween. When I was uh, a young parent, I think uh, though it was even harder for me to sleep, not just because I had to stay up late uh, trying to get all those packages and things together, but because I was so excited to see the little ones opening their presents the next morning, to see the excitement on their face. So I think I actually had trouble, more trouble sleeping than they did. But sometimes the reason that we can't sleep is that we are excited, we've been blessed, Now, I haven't had a night like that in a long time, but but they do happen. Our sleepless nights caused because of wonderful things going on in our life. So does the Bible have anything to say about those exciting times when we can't sleep? Well, I think it does. In, In Psalm 42, verse 8, It says, but each day the Lord pours his unfailing love upon me, and through each night I sing his songs, praying to God who gives me life. Sometimes life is so good, all we can do is sing and pray through the night, or both. And if you are so blessed that you can't wait for the next day, well then don't worry about the fact that you can't sleep. Seize the opportunity to thank God for those blessings. Use the gift of that nighttime wakefulness to listen to Christian music or to sing your own songs. Use it to have a conversation with God, telling the Lord about all the ways you've been blessed and all the things that you're looking forward to tomorrow. You know, Lamentations is not... uh, is not a book for those who are feeling particularly blessed. But even in, in Lamentations, there is a, a, a scripture that speaks to celebrating 
God being with us and the blessings that we look forward to. Chapter 3, verse 22 and 23. Because of the Lord's great love, we are not consumed, for his compassions never fail. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. You might even know that song, Great is Thy Faithfulness. So use the gift of a joy-filled sleepless night to speak to God or to listen. You know, in 1 Samuel, the young Samuel is sleeping in the temple and the old, almost blind Eli, who is a priest, is sleeping nearby. And Samuel is woken up by the sound of, of someone calling his name and he runs to Eli and he says, here I am. And Eli says, I didn't call you, go back to sleep. Three times Samuel wakes up in the middle of the night. Then Eli realizes that the Lord was calling Samuel. So Eli told Samuel, go and lie down and if he calls you, say, speak, Lord, for your servant is listening. So Samuel went and lay down in his place and the Lord came and stood there calling as at the other times, Samuel, Samuel. Then Samuel said, Speak, for your servant is listening. Not all restless nights are bad. If we have trouble sleeping because there are wonderful things in store, or because we have been so blessed, those are a gift. It may be that those sleepless nights are a chance to hear God speak to us or to speak to God. But I would say that probably for me, and I'm guessing for you, the times you have trouble sleeping have more to do with fears, worries, and pains than they do with blessings and excitement. This summer, our youth, uh, on our Youth Boundary Waters trip uh, that I was on, we had some first-timers. And for first-timers, it's often difficult to sleep. You'd think that after all the exercise of, of canoeing and, and carrying things over the portages and, and good food and, and uh, exciting days that uh, people would sleep peacefully. But if you're new to sleeping in the woods, especially when people have been warning you about bears for weeks or maybe about the howling of timber wolves, it can be a little hard to get to sleep. And sure enough, two newcomers had barely laid their heads down in their tents when they heard a terrifying noise from the edge of camp. Do you hear that? One said to the other. Sounds like a bear. They strained their ears to see if they could tell what the bear was doing but the bear never moved. It just kept making that horrible noise coming from the direction of where I'd pitched my tent. <laughs> then one of them said, I don't think that's a bear. I think that's Pastor Mark. <laughs> you know, fear can make it awfully hard to sleep. Fear of noises in the night or fear of what might happen the next day at work or at school or at the doctor's office. 
fears and worries for our friends, for our family, for our world. We probably lose more sleep over fear than we do out of our excitement for the blessings that we have. So, where do we seek uh, help from the Lord in that? Well, Psalm 4.8 gives an answer for a peaceful night's rest in spite of fear. It says, I will lie down and sleep peacefully for you, Lord, make me safe and secure. And Proverbs chapter 3 says, When you lie down, you will not be afraid. When you lie down, your sleep will be sweet. Have no fear of sudden disaster, of the ruin that overtakes the wicked, for the Lord will be at your side. A peaceful night's rest comes in knowing that the Lord is watching over you, that the Lord will protect you from imaginary bears or, or the real ones in life. And we can sleep in peace because the Lord is with us by our side. And he never sleeps. We may sleep, but the Lord never does. As Psalm 121 says, he who watches over you will not slumber. Indeed, he who watches over you will not slumber or sleep. Now there's yet another reason that we may have trouble sleeping peacefully, and it's neither excitement nor fear, but straight up pain. Tammy has a, a torn meniscus in her knee, and that knee needs to be replaced, and so it causes her a lot of pain. And she ices it, and she takes medicine, but sometimes that pain in her knee keeps her awake. And many of you listening probably have a pain like that somewhere in your body that has caused you to have trouble sleeping. And when you're hurting that bad, the lack of sleep just seems to add insult to injury. And it feels sometimes like God isn't there by our side. David wrote about that in Psalm 6. He says, I'm worn out from my groaning all night long. I flood my bed with weeping and drench my couch with tears. Even Psalm 22, that Jesus prays from the cross as he's dying, speaks of that. You all know verse 1, because it's, My God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? Jesus prays that from the cross. But do you know verse 2? Verse 2 says, My God, I cry out by day, but you do not answer by night, but I find no rest. When we are hurting physically or, or even emotionally, it's hard to find rest. And we may feel abandoned by God. And no bedtime story can fix that. Not even a book like Goodnight Moon. But we can turn to God's book for hope and comfort. We can cling to, to promises like Psalm 41, verse 3. The Lord sustains, us, sustains them on their sickbed and restores them from their bed of illness. We can lift up prayers like, like Psalm 69. I'm suffering and in pain. Rescue me, O God, by your saving power. Then I will praise God's name with singing, and I will honor him with thanksgiving. 
And speaking of thanksgiving, we can follow the words of Philippians 4, verses 6 and 7. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, in every situation, even if you can't fall asleep, even if you're in pain, by prayers and petition with thanksgiving, present your request to God, and the peace of God which transcends all understanding, the peace of God which doesn't even make sense sometimes, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Even in our nights of deep pain and great fears, there is peace to be found in Jesus. And in his peace, we can find rest. So talk to him. Talk to him and listen to him through your sleepless nights. Whether they be sleepless nights because of excitement, like the night before Christmas, or whether they be sleepless nights born out of pain and worry and fear. There is no better time, no better time to talk to the Lord and to listen than when we can't sleep. And if you have uh, kids or grandkids, pray with them before bedtime. You know, being able to uh, read things like Good Night Moon to them, I mean, that's a blessing. That's a, it's a great thing you can do. But you can make them doubly blessed if before they drift off to sleep with Good Night Moon, you pray together a bedtime prayer. Now, I want to caution you uh, about praying the old traditional prayer, now I lay me down to sleep. You, know, you all know that one? Now I lay me down to sleep. I pray the Lord my soul to keep. If I should die before I wake, I pray the Lord my soul to take. You know, nothing like talking about dying to prepare a child to sleep peacefully. You know, I think it was my grandma who taught me that prayer. And in the bedroom of her great big old house, we would pray that together before I would go to sleep. And then I'd lie there in bed thinking about all the noises in this strange house and worrying whether I was going to die in the middle of the night and the Lord was going to take my soul. So maybe if you're going to teach him a bedtime prayer, uh, maybe teach him a, a little different version. Now I lay me down to sleep. I pray the Lord my soul to keep. Jesus, see me through the night and wake me with the morning light. That's a good one. That would be a little more conducive to bringing a peaceful night's rest to a child and maybe to us adults as well. Or you, perhaps you could just teach them Psalm 4.8. I will lie down and sleep peacefully for you, Lord, make me safe and secure. You know, from time to time, we all have trouble sleeping. And reading Good Night Moon is, uh, might help. But what really helps is talking to God. In the great green room, there was a telephone and a red balloon and a picture of the cow jumping over the moon. And there was God. Because there is no room you can lay your head down in 
where God is not there and not present with you and by your side. So talk to God tonight, whatever kind of night you have, and then rest in God's peace. Let's pray. Lord, there is never a bad time to talk to you. On mornings like this when we are gathered to, to worship and praise you, as we gather around a meal here this Sunday, or at bedtime. But Lord, sometimes even with a bedtime prayer, we have trouble sleeping, or we wake up in the middle of the night but even then, draw our hearts to you. Enable us to pray and find your peace, trusting that you are by our side, that you will watch over us, that you neither slumber nor sleep. God, we thank you for the gift of a night's rest. But we also thank you for those sleepless nights when our heart was drawn to you and we heard you call our name. We pray this in the name of Jesus. Amen.